Boy Radio, brought to you in association with Links Property Maintenance.co.uk. Sessions on bootboyradio.net this Sunday afternoon, one till three. And we'll like say we're here every Sunday afternoon playing you classic punk and oi from 76 onwards. And we're mixing up every, every other week, back perhaps once a month, with just an interview, even one of the celebs or one of the personalities from the scene from way back and up to the current day as well. So hopefully you'll be able to join us on G Man's Abbott Sessions one till three on a Sunday afternoon. And as, hopefully that'll be repeated again in the week on a Tuesday, Wednesday, later on. So if you want to hear it again, you can always catch it up there or you can catch it up on mixcloud.com as well. So, And every week we'll be having a new track this year, starting in 2022. On the hour, we'll be having a new track from each band that has been sending some stuff into us anyway. And we're hoping we'll play something that you haven't heard before or you know something that's a bit new for you to enjoy anyway. So thank you very much for listening to G-Man's Abbott Sessions on Boot Boy Radio, Sunday 1 till 3 on bootboy.net. Glad you can listen to us and keep the faith. We can all see yes they have. You can have it in the morning. You can have it over now. You can have it any place you want it. We don't really care. You can have it.
I say, two classic start tracks to start with, Exploited Punk's Not Dead, from obviously their debut album, Brilliant as well, and obviously Holidays and Sun, Original Pistols from 77 onwards as well. Right, so we ain't got much time to have a chat before we get into our interview with that man himself, JJ, Resort, uh, JJ Pierce at the last resort. <coughs> and um, obviously, like, you know, it's good that he could uh, uh, spend this time with us because he was starting his tour, and obviously this is on Sunday the 20th of February. Glad that you could join us on G-Man's Abbott Sessions on Boo Boy Radio. Little bit of a mix-up last week, I'm afraid. We didn't have the show on, and um, I think there was a, there was a big Scar weekend going on, but uh, that was uh, was recorded, so you will be able to hear that probably next week as well anyway. And um, obviously we've got the special features going this week, but we've got a half hour before JJ start talking and telling a few stories as well, like, you know what I mean, JJ Pearson and the last resort, and obviously... You know, he's playing around the country at the moment, up and down at the moment for a month anyway, so brilliant. So this is that guy himself, and straight into the last resort. Enjoy this. Oi, oi, tossers! This is JJ from the last resort, and you are listening to G-Man's Avid Sessions. Avid! On bootboyradio.net.
last resort there, the early version actually from that was the original skinheads and stay press as well. So and it was back in '84, I think it was when that Spurs released as well. So yeah, it's quite an iconic song for you, your purer set there. Anyway, next up, a little bit of the Addicts with Straight Jacket. Enjoy this. songs with a lot of songs tonight with, with a bass start as well so yeah, we ain't got much time we ain't got a quarter of an hour we'll be in there's the JJ having a chat as well so it's brilliant so this is a little bit of subs
darling, now don't look to us Phony Beatlemania is bitten the dust London calling, see we ain't got no swing Except for the rain and the truncheon thing The ice is coming, the sun's zooming in Meltdown expected, the wheat is within Engines stuck on him, but I have no fear Cause London is drowning Another breath, London calling, and I don't wanna shout. But while we were talking, I saw you nodding out. London calling, see we ain't got no hide, except for that one with the yellowy eyes. The ice is coming, the sun's zooming in, engines stuck on it, the wheat is going a nuclear error. But I have no fear, 'cause London is drowning. starts tonight actually as well so and you're listening to g-man's avid sessions on boot boy radio this sunday the 20th of february one till three glad that you could join us loud and clear we're playing a load of classics and then we're into about an hour listening to jj pierce at the life is all having a chat and telling about his bands and what you know what tracks he liked in his top five as well anyway next up classic based from slaughter and the dogs <laughs> Where are my working boys from? 
Yeah, you're listening to G-Man's Avid Sessions on Boot Boy Radio this Sunday, 1 till 3 in 2022. We're glad you could catch us and join us and listen to some classic 76 tracks, Punk and Oi onwards, and um, a few interviews mixed in there now and then, and a few different features now and then, hopefully, as well. So hopefully you can catch us regulars on a Sunday afternoon, 1 till 3. We're on www.bootboyradio.net. Otherwise, you can catch us on Mixcloud later on in the week as well. So glad you can join us. We've got a couple of new features you can listen to as well in 2022, and hopefully you can catch us on here pretty regular on a Sunday afternoon. Cheers. And as always, keep the faith. Yeah, we're at that point already in the show, so and obviously this is all, one of the tracks we've got through from a band, and um, this is a band called Brain Dance there from out of Norwich, and uh, this is off their new, well, it's fairly new anyway, 2020 EP with Split with Dogtown Rebels on Street Punk Records. This is a track called Cold Case, and they'll be playing with um, Tim V. Sham 69 on the 19th, Saturday the 19th of March, uh, with Jack the Lad, Load and Hot Water, so a few bands going on there as well, so hopefully you can catch that anyway. And this is the feature, so have a listen to Cold Case. Which is this is by Brain Dance. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yes, sir, this will be a new feature. If you can hear that music, you'll know that there's a new, there's a new feature coming up on your G-Man's Avid Sessions on Boot Boy Radio. And we'll be sort of telling you about a gig. Hopefully it's happening in the forthcoming week or whatever, on a Saturday, Friday night or a Sunday, that weekend after. And hopefully you can get there, see a bit of ska, see a bit of punk, see a bit of oil, whatever. And hopefully you'll get out and enjoy a night out as well. And um, that may be local to you, no, it may not, but hopefully we can give a shout-out to a gig that's happening anywhere where people may be able to come down and at least get out and play as much as we can. Anyway, so once you hear this music, I say get up, get up, get off your ass and hopefully you get into support live scene because I think everybody needs support now as much as possible when you get to a live gig and hopefully you enjoy that as well. So hopefully you can sort of listen to pretty regular on G-Man's Abbott Sessions on Boo Boo Radio and we'll be shouting out as many gigs as we can in the forthcoming week. Cheers and keep the faith. Yeah, and that gig is coming up this week on Friday, the 25th of February. And because we've got JJ from the last resort on, we can't really say without, you know, highlighting that they're playing the Camden Underworld. This Friday, the 25th of February, Camden Underworld in London, the last resort of there, Rise Up, crashed out as well. So three or four decent bands on there. So if you can get out this week and support a live, a live band, a live show, get out and do it because it's, it's very important you know, to keep the live music scene alive and hopefully, you know, you'll go to a local gig and enjoy it and have a beer and relax anyway. Also, just like I say, all the best to Alsatian who's suffering. Oh, my mate Alsatian, he's got a little jingle coming up now and we're into the next feature as well, but hopefully he's, hopefully he's feeling a lot better. I had a little mild heart attack as well, so, you know, don't take it lightly. Oh, you know, let's get you back on the feet, mate, and enjoy and get a bit of punk. You've been listening to G-Man's Avid Sessions on BootBoyRadio.net I am Alsatian from home like Hanratty I've enjoyed the time with you I hope you've enjoyed it with me Yeah, and quite an obscure track this week This is a track called is actually called Chelsea 77 and it's of two EPs that this ad band had one in 77 and one in 2019 on United, United Artists Records London band played with a few big gigs with the class and the, and the police etc food festivals you know and some big gigs as well anyway so I'll tell you the name of the band afterwards enjoy this <laughs> I'm 
cheers for that one. Alsatian from Hung Light and Ratty, another obscure one. And obviously, like, Chelsea 77 referring to, obviously, the King's Road in Chelsea in 1977 as well. So brilliant. And that was the Maniacs. So if you've got that in your collection, then good on it. Keep it here because it's quite a rare little commodity as well, I've said Al. So brilliant. So next up, we're listening and hearing the thoughts and a bit of insight into JJ Chaos, JJ Pierce of The Last Resort. Enjoy this and enjoy his top five tracks, and we'll speak soon. Cheers. So good afternoon to you, all you listening out in G-Man's Avid Sessions on Boot Boy Radio this Sunday afternoon at 1 till 3. And we're lucky to be listening and having a chat and a little bit of insight into the man himself, JJ, bass player in the last resort. And um, he's glad he's given us some time. And actually, I can tell you when the date is. The date is the 4th of, the 4th of February. And obviously, like, you know, because he's going on tour and doing a month's tour, starting on the 12th of February at Newcastle under Lyme, Stoke-on-Trent with Lou and Worm and that as well. And uh, we're lucky he's given us a bit of his time and we've got his top five tracks coming on this this Sunday afternoon. And hopefully you'll be listening to this loud and clear on Sunday the 20th of February. So for all the regular listeners out there, this is another iconic interview that you can always uh, listen to back on Mixclay.com. So how are you keeping then, JJ? Everything okay, fella? Yeah, mate, yeah, 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 thank you, I mean, like, iconic, that's, that's strong, yeah, but yes, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, brilliant, mate, and, and you say your front room is full of merch at the moment, is it? <laughs> oh, mate, my fucking living room looks like a warehouse, yeah, yeah. obviously we're going out on the tour, so I've got merch boxes flying in from all over the fucking place, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good, are you looking forward to it yourself then, mate, you looking forward to it? Cannot wait. Cannot wait to get out and play again. It's been so long. The fucking COVID thing, it yeah. just shut us down, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're in the same boat as everybody else. But yes, cannot wait. And and um, obviously you're looking to play a few tracks off the new album as well, because that's only just come out recently. And what when day did that actually come out on, you were saying? Uh, yeah, that, uh, it was released on the 4th of December. So yeah, yeah it's been out over a month now. Yeah. We actually recorded it back in 2018. So... Um, because of the COVID thing, we was like, should we put it out now? Should we put it out now? And it's like, no, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait until we can do a tour. Because yeah, yeah. we didn't want to put the album out and it just fucking go unnoticed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, uh, we we wanted to go out and tour to support the album. So now's the time to do it. Yeah, and finally. Uh, and it's on um, it's on all the platforms and that as well. And you you want to tell us a bit little bit about that as well? What is on available? Yeah, well? it's on it's on all. It's obviously, it's on all digital platforms on iTunes and Spotify's and all that modern age crap. Um, but also, you can buy it on CD. Yeah. And uh, we've released it on vinyl. And I was very surprised actually because I got a package through the post the other day with two hundred tape cassettes. Oh, there you go. That's fucking. Yeah, so it's good. actually out on tape cassette as well. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Oh, hopefully cassettes have come back in here, mate. We we'll have to buy a cassette recorder soon. <laughs> uh, well, apparently they're selling really well in Germany, so uh, oh, fingers crossed. We, we we're going to have two hundred out with us on the tour. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll shift a few people who've got old motors that still got the old stereo in. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that'd be like, do you, I remember back in the eight tracks and that? Don't you in cars and all that stuff? And like, yeah, say, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> People say, what's an 8-track? I say, well, what's a video then? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, well, yeah, I, I actually showed my 19-year-old daughter one of the tape cassettes. I said, here, look at this. She said, what is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. My, my, my oldest lad, he's like 33 in London, but he, a couple of, he used to play in a band called The Jackals, and he said they released cassette tapes, but they made hand 
hand-woven bloody cassette cases for it from, oh, from wow. marketry and all that stuff. I said, you're having a laugh, yeah? Do you know what I mean? Cassettes back in and that, but, it, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? That's going to come around full circle. Vinyl's always the best, mate, anyway, and I always... Absolutely, yeah, mate, I yeah, like to have course. a vinyl in it, and you've got, um, you got it in a, a Union Jack sp uh, spray at the moment, isn't it? The vinyl you've got released, is that right? Uh, no, we uh, the new albums. It's on black vinyl, obviously, yeah. and then we've done a grey vinyl and a white vinyl. Oh yeah, so, yeah. so far, obviously, they're limited yeah. presses. So uh, oh, once they run out, who knows what we'll do after that? I love all the colour splashes, mate. Get the colour splashes in there. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the uh, Way of Life album. I, I I found it on Instagram a couple yeah. of months ago. Somebody had put a post up with a picture of it, red and that's that's like a red, white, and blue yeah. splash. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Apparently, it's some American company that are putting that out. We don't have a lot of control over that. That's the like publishers. It's it's owned elsewhere, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, bloody. Well, hopefully you'll be able to get one for yourself. That's nice they send you one, so you keep keep one yourself, innit? You know what I mean? Well, I'm yeah, I'm definitely going to contact them and say like at least send some over to the band. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, send four of them because at least you've got it in the back there, for posterity and all that stuff. Anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's all start on on the twelfth and that, like we were talking about it earlier and that. So I mean, so I did say to you because I could get you down down this way, down south, but then you're playing a Monday night up in Dundee and all that, and then places up there. Do you know what made you feel about that? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, we're pl we're playing every night of the week. We start yeah. off, uh, as you say, Lou and Worms do. Yeah. On uh, on the twelfth, it's just sold out already. I mean, it's sold. It, it's been rescheduled three times actually though, already yeah. Yeah. because it was originally booked a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, I, that one's sold out, which is so it's going to be a great night. Yeah. And then we uh, we head up to where do we go after that? Leeds, and then a, a few up in Scotland. So we do Glasgow. Edinburgh, Dundee, yeah, so we're, we're playing every night of the week, so obviously some nights are going to be more favourable than others, course, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we head back down to Newcastle, and then Carlisle, uh, oh, where, where do we go after that? Northwich, Derby, Hull, yeah. Milton Keynes, Bristol, London, yeah, all, we're all over the country, we're all over the country, we're, we're playing every night for two weeks. No, that's good. Oh, that's good, mate. At least you're getting out and playing a few scenes and that. Like, uh, Absolutely, yeah. Going to be fucking knackered, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. But are you all sharing a little stinky transit van like back in the day, or? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're in a van, yeah. There's no, no, uh, no nightliners or no, anything no, like no. that. No, we're in a van. We're a fucking oi van. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's the thing. That's all you get when you're an oi van. There's a van. Yeah. If you're lucky. You got driver? You're not driving yourselves, are you? You got driving all right? No, we have got, we've got, um, I don't know if you know him. Do you know uh, Danny, uh, Nicknack, Danny yeah. Boxall? Yeah, I know Danny Boxall, yeah, Boxall, yeah. Yeah, he, he's coming out of us. He's a good lad. He's going to drive us and he's going to like, help out doing, doing, with doing the merch and that sort of thing. Yeah, same, mate, same. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's brilliant, mate. So you, You've got to have somebody else out with you. You can't do it when you're just a, like the band and you're no, fucking you playing every night and sorting everything out. You can't. I always find that difficult, you know, when you if you're doing your own merch and that, you know, your next minute you got to close your shop, close just the merch table down, just while you're on and all that and running around like a blue ass fly. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? you, know, you want to get back on there quick because they want to, you know, they're waiting, the, you know, at the end of the show and everything, and they, you know, what I mean, they got to be. Yeah, honest. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. I mean, we 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 come out to the merch stand after the show yeah, to say yeah. hello to everybody because yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you like to see the audience and. 
say hello to mates and that. Yeah, and um, we, we, it's, it's just too much responsibility, especially at our fucking age. We're not we're not getting any fucking younger. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're all quite long in the tooth. Yeah. Danny Boxall, I ain't seen him for a while. Danny Boxall for a while, like you know what I mean. But he's you know he's he's always sort of about a few gigs and that. Any, do you know what I mean? We're just good. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he shows his face here and there, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah superb. Like, well, I'm gonna say. Thanks for giving up your time, and JJ. Superb and all that. So, a little bit about yourself, then, really. So, how did you start? So, what, what, what were your thoughts and, you know, a little bit of insight yourself and start around in 76, 77 and, and the era and that. So, what really got you sort of uh, into the music and the band and that at the time? Or was it? Well, I, I, I kind of grew up in a, in a musical household. Um, my mum used to play the piano. She used to play all the old boogie woogie stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and she had a big record collection, like rock and roll stuff from the fifties and the sixties and that. So I, I kind of always had music in my life. Um, yeah. But like, well, seventy six. I was still a bit young then. I was only, I, I was born in sixty seven. So yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was about nine ten yeah. when, when the punk thing hit. Yeah. Um, First record so, you bought? What was the first record you bought? I don't know, because like I say, my mum had a big record collection, so I used to listen to a lot of uh, like rock and roll stuff, like um, Bill Ailey and Eddie Cochran and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, the first film I ever went to see at the cinema, yeah. I, I ever got taken to by my auntie, auntie Christine, was the uh, the Slade film, Flame. Oh, yeah, yeah, cross, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the first film I ever saw at the cinema, so I kind of got into Slade after that. Oh, big, big rock and roll chart lines and that, mate. That's quality, Slade. I love Slade. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, so I kind of... It kind of progressed from that, really, through the glam thing. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have even been too much aware of punk when it first landed, when it very first landed. Yeah. Um, I was probably a little bit too young for that. Um, but I, I remember God Save the Queen and that, yeah. but, but it, it didn't really have any impact on me. Yeah, it's probably I just suppose punk-wise, the yeah. first thing that really hit me was Sham. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that would have been the first thing. Yeah, but, well, but as a youngster, my my uh, the thing that I got into, like that was my thing was was the Scar revival thing. So like um, the, the specials and and bands like that. Two tone and all that. The two tone. Yeah. Well, even earlier than that, yeah. I got into it really early, like seventy nine. Yeah. That 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 was my thing. As as, as I started. Like as I became a teenager, yeah. that was like that was our music, and that that yeah. was that, that that was something that belonged to me, and I could belong to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, superb. Did you get the sea specials in the early days or anyone like that? I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw. Yeah, I saw. Saw all the uh, all the two tone greats like yeah. uh, specials, madness. Bad manners, yeah. Selector. Whereabouts is that? Was that sort of up London or Surrey way? Mainly local, because yeah. I was still very young at the time. Yeah. Mainly local. We got a venue down in Margate we used to go to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Margate, I was going to say, yeah. Do you, I mean, so you, you still live down that way now, and JJ, do you, or down that way? I do, yeah. I've, yeah. Lived in, I've, I've been up in London. I've lived in uh, London a few times. I lived in King's Cross, and then I lived, um, I lived down in... Uh, in South London, quite a posh area actually, yeah. although my bit weren't posh. We, we were like the shit hole in the middle of the posh bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah down near Dulwich, I lived down there. Um, 
But yeah, I've, I've always, always sort of been rooted down here. I wasn't actually born down here, but I've been rooted down here for most of my life. So yeah, it's where I return to. Uh, superb. I mean, say all the specials and that. You know, it's a good era then. You know what I mean? As they're lively sort of lively geese get out chasing young know, young ladies about and that or whatever at the time. You know what I mean? That's a well, way it, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was it was of its time, definitely. Yeah. As I say, we, I was just going in, into my teenage years, so everything that was around me was very influential and and that was that was what was around me so yeah the the, the the uh the fashion sense and the music and everything and the girls like you say yeah, yeah. so yeah. when um so when did you actually sort of like um your thoughts were sort of like oh i could probably do this in a band <laughs> at the same time do you know what i mean but what any thoughts about when you think about playing and being a musician uh, I'll, I'll tell you exactly when it was yeah it was 1982 when i bought bought all the album oh yeah and, yeah uh, uh, opening track, obviously the Rejects album, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. The Rejects track, and then um, and and e even that got me actually. The 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 intro on the Rejects track got me, but it was the next track that really fucking got me when Foreskins do Wonderful World yeah. on all the album, yeah. and the bass intro on that, yeah. and I just listened to that and I thought that's the fucking noise yeah. that I want to make. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I, I and, and do you know what? I, I've I've spent the last forty odd years trying to emulate that sound. I still can't can't get it right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just but it just sounded. It just it. fucking blew me away. It's like well, it's just like it, it, it had everything. It, it was passion and power, yeah. and savage fucking sound. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. And I thought that's it. That's what I want to do. And, and so. I, I, I was, I think I was about 15 at the time, and I asked my uh, music teacher at school, I said, can you teach me the bass guitar? And she said, no. So I quit school. Oh, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I was off. Oh, and yeah. uh, I came home, and uh, I thought, right, how do I get a bass? My mum had this old um, wardrobe in our hallway. Yeah. And she was out one day, so I phoned up a local second-hand like, antique dealer shop and I said I've got the piece of furniture do you want to come around and look at it and they came around and looked at it and they offered me 200 quid <laughs> so I said yeah sold and it's, it's sold and then so bought bass with it <laughs> I told me mum's fucking wardrobe got the 200 quid yeah got myself a bass and a practice hand for that yeah super. she came home she did her bollocks I said yeah but look what I've bought with it and she was like Oh, well, that's quite cool, actually. <laughs> she was she, she was really chilled, and she was like, "Yeah, that, that's the uh, yeah. That, you 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 used it for a good purpose. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? She probably didn't want the furniture anyway, did she? <laughs> well, it was something that had just been there for years. Yeah, she she could take it or leave it. I see me getting something enjoyable yeah. out of it and. Uh, Something, something productive out of it, you know. Yeah, that's brilliant, mate. Well, I was going to say that, you know, that's good that you got your pickup instrument, and that's what it's all about, and I think uh, driving on. But let me say, just the, the the opening notes to Wonderful World, like a so simple song to play now, and it do, you know, for, it, you know, yeah, yeah, that's there's, brilliant. You know, there's nothing to it technically as as a as a as a bass player, but um, it, it just the way it sounded, it just fucking got me. Yeah. That's it. I think, I think and then once Oggies comes in and starts oh, yeah. running, that's it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, because so that's what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> I, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think, like, all the album, like, like, so I spoke to Gary Bush a while back about it, and he was saying it made uh, it, uh, so many people stand up and 
listen and take notice of what was going on. I know it's a change from the sort of 77, 90, 40 sort of pistol sort of stuff in the early days and that or whatever, but the raucous chorus lines is what it's all about, shamming colluded and all that, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, it was raw, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and like I say, it, it was something that was accessible. It, it was something that I felt I could do, Yeah. you know? Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't be Pink Floyd or fucking Genesis or any, uh, any of that fucking pompous shit. Yeah. But that, when I heard that, I thought, I can do that. Brilliant, mate. Superb. Yeah, I can do that four, four notes and away you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Superb. All right, mate. Well, we've, we've had a chat for a little while, so if you'd like to introduce your first track and JJ, that'd be brilliant. Thanks, mate. Well, I'll go back to my, um, what I was just saying just now about my, one of my earliest influences is uh, the specials. When the specials came along, um, yeah, it kind of changed everything for me. It, it was the first time I, I became aware of uh, music. No, no, not the first time I became aware of music, actually. No, I'd always been aware of music. It was the first time music belonged to me and I felt like I belonged to it and and the, the dress sense and everything that came along with it. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, sorry, I'm babbling on a bit. Right, sorry, but, yeah, this, this, this is the specials with Nightclub. Cheers, thanks, mate.
afternoon to you all listening to G-Man's Abbott Sessions on Boot Boy Radio this Sunday afternoon, 1 till 3. We've had a, been having a chat and we just had our first track from the man himself, JJ, from The Last Resort. Last Resort, a bass player in The Last Resort. And that was obviously Nightclub by The Specials, and which is brilliant. And obviously, like, you know, he's, he's like the two-tone here, exactly like I did as well, mixing up with a bit of punk. All that enthusiasm, all that excitement as well as a teenager as well. He's just been having a chat about that. And he's actually sold his mum's furniture to actually then start buying a bass guitar and a practice amp. So there you go, that's how it all started. So so you picked up an instrument then, JJ. Um, you're, there, you're, you're, you're there, and you, mate? Yeah, you all right? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, so yeah. then you got a bass guitar. So um, what, what? can you remember the first song you played or anything like that? Or what you were doing? You were playing along to I, records, vinyl or what? Yeah, I, I, the first song I ever, well, thought I was playing, I was actually playing it completely fucking wrong. But <laughs> it was Come On Everybody by Eddie Cochran. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that. Really slowly and... Yeah, it weren't right, but yeah, I think that was the first thing I ever tried doing. Yeah, um, brilliant. Then I had a, there was a mate at school, um, I never actually played in a band or anything with him, but apparently he played guitar and he came around my house one night and he showed me how to make a plectrum out of a fairy liquid bottle. Fuck it, you should have paid it, you sold it. <laughs> well, like, I've been playing with my fingers, because yeah. where I bought the bass from... Yeah. I bought a bass in a fucking cigar shop, of all things. And uh, he said, yeah, you play the bass with your fingers like this. And, and so I'd been playing with my fingers for a few weeks. And I was talking to this kid at school. I said, you play guitar? He said, yeah. I said, oh, you should come around one night. I've, got, I've just got a bass. And uh, he said, yeah, you need a plectrum. So he said, has your mum got any washing up liquid? <laughs> so we emptied that out and, uh, and cut a plectrum. Cut like a couple of plectrums out of the washing up liquid bottle. Oh, yeah, there you go, and and the, the first thing he showed me was, um, it was a Bob Marley song. Uh, oh, fucking, I can't remember which one it was. But it was a, it was a Bob Marley track. Right, right, um, yeah. He was just playing like the rhythm to it. I know, so, I, so I got that. But yeah, Come On Everybody was my first song that I, that I ever played. And then I think after that, I just started making stuff up. Yeah. Um, and, and then after a while, I thought I need to sort of try and master this a little bit more. So I, I just started playing along to anything, really. Um, mainly what I had in my record collection at the time. Yeah, playing the, yeah, yeah. The early, the early Oi albums yeah. and uh, all, all the bands that featured on them. Obviously, I had all their albums. So I was just trying to emulate all of that really yeah. getting the technique yeah. up and getting the speed up really I suppose as well when you, cause you, when you, I, I suppose, well just yeah. working out the notes first of all I catch on when, when I first started doing bass I was just trying to learn scales you know just go up to do, 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 you know that's bloody uh, you know what I mean yeah I, I remember there was a, a, a thing on TV at the time around the time that I started playing called right. Rock School and that oh, yeah, it was on yeah. like once a week and they did like a a different genre of music each week. There was nothing that I was really interested in. I suppose the closest they got, they did do a reggae one, yeah. which was what I, I thought was interesting. And they did a metal one, Gosh, yeah. which, which was probably the closest to what I wanted to be doing. Um, right. Yeah, so I, I, I did pick up a few hints off that when you say about scales and that. Yeah, I, I thought, oh yeah, well, maybe. Anyway, so. Good, it? it's good, it's good, it's good. 
you're, well, you're, you're pretty keen at the time, man. They're pretty keen to get on to, you know, every night, uh, sort of uh, practicing or whatever. What about the neighbours say about the noise you make? Oh, mate, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. The enthusiasm of youth, yeah. eh? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, 24-7. I had a bass in my hand. Ah, literally, fucking any time I could pick it up, it was all I thought about. After, like, after I'd had it for a few months, like, it, it took over my life. Oh, it really so did. Cool. I wish I had time now to pick it up between fucking going out touring. When, once you got family and mortgages and all that sort of shit going on, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's a juggling act trying to squeeze it all in. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, sometimes yeah. I think I just wish I could come home from work and not have to do this for my daughter or that for my son or this for my wife. I yeah. could just sit and pick up my bass for an hour and play yeah. it. Yeah, enjoy it, yeah. Well, I'll yeah. tell you, mind you, the best thing about it is I, I sit in the corner sometimes and I've got my headphones on, at least they can't hear you, you know, whereas before you used to have a practice out and everyone could hear you, do you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah, you can do that. You can shut yourself away, but it's just finding the time yeah. for me. Yeah. It is literally finding the time. I, I'm, I'm just... I don't know. Life's busy, isn't it? Are you your mate, and who come round with the guitars now, or is that did, did, did you sort of lost touch with him, or you know? Oh, mate, I no, I think that was. I, I don't remember seeing him after that day. I yeah. can't even remember his name. <laughs> I, I didn't know him at school. He wasn't like a mate or anything. Yeah. It was just like somebody said, "Oh, he plays guitar." Because yeah. I, I was telling somebody, "Oh, I, I just got this bass guitar," yeah. and. Uh, and, and they said, oh, he plays guitar. So I went over and spoke to him. And it was probably the only time I ever spoke to him. Yeah, bloody hell, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, same, really. I'd like to give him a shout-out, but yeah. I can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> so did you, um, did you sort of link up with a couple of other people who were you know, like-minded? What, what was the first band? Yeah, you know, I had a good band. band? I, I, I was in the Army Cadets. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, oh, yeah, I was a very military youth. Um, yeah, so he, he played drums. Yeah. He didn't have a drum kit. He just played, he, like, he played the side drum in the military band. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he wanted to play drums. So he, he managed to, uh, I think he, he, he sold his, his scooter or something that his dad had bought him <laughs> and bought this <laughs> shitty old drum kit. And we started jamming, yeah, and that was it. And then uh, another, another mate of ours, he, he was a right proper fucking hooligan. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, he actually nicked the guitar out of someone's house. Oh, it was naughty, really. And we started a band. Oh, <laughs> what was the yeah. first name of the band you had then, JJ? Can you remember that, it? That was, that was River Method. River, River Method. Method. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we just, we used to do like covers of um, punk and oi classics, really. Anything from Stiff Little Fingers to Test Tubes to the Four Skins. Yeah. All that sort of stuff, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that must, you, you get buzz out of that in first band, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Like I say, I, I just I couldn't put the bass down. I, I was just like, all, all, all the time, all the fucking time I was on it, yeah. Yeah, superb, mate, superb. All right, mate, well, on that point, then we'll get into our second track then. You'd like to introduce the second track? That'd be brilliant. Cheers, JJ. Oh, right, well, my second track, this is where it actually started for me, bass playing. Because I heard this and I thought, that's the noise I've got to fucking make. There's no turning back from this. This is uh, the foreskins with a wonderful world. Cheers, AJ. Cheers. Well, I've got to go and have a piss. Go on, right, mate. No problem. You've got to get a little bit of a break. You're all right. <coughs> I'm still here, but I'm, I'm going to be gone for a minute.
Morris, don't you? He, he knew a lot of people that were in like TV shows and films that we'd seen, and they'd all turn up at the fucking gigs, which yeah, was quite, that's quite quality, bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite bizarre. But, but for us at, at the time, like, I was fucking 19 years old. Which yeah. was, it was really exciting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, that's good. I mean, claim the fame celebrity status straight away then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had all sorts coming down then. Uh, we had uh, people from fucking EastEnders and yeah, all, all sorts of people turning up because he he was in that circle. He he knew a lot of them people and they'd come down to our shows. Yeah, yeah. you still keep in touch with him or? or yeah, you know? we actually did a re we did a reunion. It was uh, twenty years after the band split. Right. We did a reunion. It was about ten years or so ago. 10, 15 years ago, yeah. we we did a reunion. Yeah, oh, so yeah, good. it so was good. Oh, that's good, old dude. You probably think, well, I wonder where you are now and that way. You didn't see him on Tully again lately, have you, or anything like that? Or, you know. You what, mate? You didn't see him on the Tully or, or you know, performing or acting in any of the shows on the Tully again now, or anything like that, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. still see him in stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, see him in stuff quite him regularly. He, he was. I'll tell you what, did you ever see the film ID, the football hooligan yeah, film? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was gumbo. Oh, yeah, bloody hell. You know, yeah. you know the thicker yeah. who got the dart in his head? He yeah. was gumbo, yeah. Bloody yeah, hell. but he, I mean, he's gone on to do loads of things. Oh. Yeah, he's he's he's, act, he, he's acted with David Jason, fucking yeah. Del Boy, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, well, yeah. He, well, he's got a he's star in the video right. for you in the resort somewhere along the line, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could do that, like a little, little video, that'd be quality. But a <laughs> small world, you say, bloody, that's brilliant, mate. So, I'm going to say, yeah, in the band and that was, you know, were you sort of like, um, obviously like in the gift and that, they're a bit more moddy and jammy, were you, you know, were you a skinhead then, did you have a little bit of spiky hair or, you know, no, what you was know the what? I kind of moved, I kind of moved away from the oil thing, it had gone yeah. a bit sour, sour for me, yeah. um, with all the politics that came yeah, into it in, in the sort of 83, 84, yeah. it, it went a bit sour for me, so but by sort of 86, I, I was like, no, I'm, I'm moving away from this. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to play bass. I didn't want to do politics. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's that's when I, would, I, I went, jump, sort of jumped ship from the punk cover band and went with the, the gift thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, wasn't, I wanted to move away from it. No, I, I was never a mod. <laughs> There's no fear there. Yeah, but, um, yeah I, I, I definitely moved away yeah, I'd, I'd moved away from the from the oil scene a little bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put it on the back burner. Yeah, I'm gonna say like, and, and you, you, we're then coming up to your third track anyway, which is a little bit different from the first couple you have done actually. Specials and foreskins. This lot, this lot you've got in the third track, the new model army is is quite away from them sort of tracks. So well, what, what, is, what, do you, yeah, what, what made you think about these sort of this track as one of your tracks? You want to, very different, yeah. yeah He's yeah. a band I discovered in about 1985, 1986. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, and I've got to be honest, it, it, the band changed my life. They really did. Yeah. They they gave me a whole new perspective on on everything. I think as as I matured, and I found this band. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, they they, they 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 did a hell of a lot for me. I used to go and fucking watch them all the time. I saw them over a hundred times, like just in the 80s. Yeah. Christ, yeah. yeah. Used to go all over the place seeing them. Oh, brilliant, mate. Yeah. You want to introduce the track, in, and when you can have a little, we'll have a quick chat about that. You know how the gigs went when you went to see them, and you know what I mean. That'd be brilliant. 
to G-Man's Abbott Sessions on Boot Boy Radio, Sunday the 20th of February, 1 to 3. We're listening to JJ and he's just been to play his third track, which is My Country by New Model Army. He's seen loads of times all over the, over Europe, hitchhiked everywhere, travelled around. And he said definitely the, the bass playing changed his life and given a different aspect about how they playing bass. He's gone through a little bit of the eye era and that as well. So um, so you saw him loads of times, JJ, which was the... which. Is it one standout concert that they had that you that you can remember that you want they went to? Do you think? Oh uh, well, um, well yeah. Like I, was, <laughs> like I was just saying to you off off air. Yeah. Um, I, I used to hitchhike all over fucking Europe to see them. Sometimes I'd get a lift on the tour bus every now and again if, if it wasn't too busy. But um, yeah, I was just fanatical about them. Um, I think. Uh, there's so many standout shows. There's so many standouts, but there was one down in Rennes in France yeah. um, back in '87, and it, it'd been an amazing fucking show. And, and at the end of the night, I because I, I, I was just fucking hitchhiking around Europe, yeah, yeah. so I had nowhere to stay. So I'm just going up to people at the gig saying, "Any, I've, I've travelled from England to come and see the band. I've got nowhere to stay tonight. Is there any any chance I could stay at your place?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just it, it sounds fucking bonkers now, but at the time it was just the norm thing to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. it was what, what I was doing. And, uh, yeah, this girl said, yeah, yeah, of course you can come back and stay at my place. So as we're walking back to our, our house after the show, there's fucking, the, the wind was so bad. The weather was like torrential fucking rain and really windy. And this, as, as we're getting nearer to our house, I'm thinking, this is serious. There's fucking trees blowing across the road. It turned out it was that really bad storm in 1987 that yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, bloody hell, yeah. Yeah, and we were outside <laughs> walking through fucking Rennes in France. Yeah. But obviously it hit them just as bad as it hit us. Wow. So that, that night stands out in my memory wow. from all, all my years of touring following the Royal Army, yeah. Oh, that's a fucking iconic fucking time. Like I say, you can remember it because uh, what happened on that day and night, that's brilliant, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it, it, it wasn't until I got home, like yeah. a month later or something, and everyone went, oh, that, that storm, everyone's going on about that really bad night of the storm. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was in France. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got some of that. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell, brilliant. So um, I'm going to say, obviously, you're, you're travelling around and, and watching bands and that stuff anyway. I'm going to say, did you, you know, were things changing for you? What were you in apprenticeships and all that stuff building, or what you know? What you, you know, no, no. Well, once I had New Model Army, I was I was twenty hours a day in my bedroom playing bass. Yeah, bloody hell, yeah. So that was it. Still it was just, I, I, still I, I, I needed to learn every song yeah. inside out. I, I would I try to learn it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You're still living at home, JJ. Still living at home, sort of. And, at, at that point, I was, yeah, yeah, 87, 87 I was, yeah. Yeah, really, mate. So I'm going to say, yeah, so did you think, well, I've got to get into a band, and what was the next step on the band ladder? ladder you know, when you um, well, you after the gift folded, yeah. uh, what happened after that? After the gift folded, uh, yeah, I, 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 I was out, I, was, I wasn't even in a band for, for a year or so. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I was just bedroom fucking bass playing. Boring musician, yeah, yeah. Mas mastering my craft, as it were. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I did that for like a year or so, and then I thought, oh, this is no good. I've got to get out and do something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, went out and did a 
did a band um, with a. It, it was the drummer from The Gift. And another guy that I knew uh, that wasn't a singer, but he said, I'll sing. It's got to have a go at it, yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes that, it works out the best that way. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done it before, but let's give it a go. And what was the name of that band? Did you get out and do any gigs that, with them? Though? That band was called Gnarly Pig Hair. Really? Yeah. Pretty <laughs> Any particular reason why you called that? Yeah. I don't know, it was just a psychedelic time, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Brilliant. I've, I've no idea. I don't know. We, we, um, the drummer knew this this guitarist guy, and he, he came up with the name for the band. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he came, I'd, I'd never met the bloke before. He came into the band, and, and uh, he, he was like a real um, guitar virtuoso wannabe. Yeah. You know, like one of, one of these... Um, I can't even think the geezer's name, Steve, somebody, I don't know. He, he, he was just like a, a whittler, like 10 million notes in, cool, a, in a second. Yeah. We didn't really get on. Not coming from a, a punk rock background and then somebody who wants to play 20 million fucking notes, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so uh, was that your stepping stone to the, to the anti-Noel League or was that... Well, it, yeah, yeah, in a roundabout way it was because this guitarist didn't last very long in the band. Like I say, we uh, we, we didn't really connect. Yeah. So we got rid of him and uh, got Beefy in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Beefy, yeah. Now, obviously, you know Beefy yeah. from the resort. Yeah. Um, now, Beefy had played in loads of other local bands, so we, we knew who he was. We were mates. Yeah. And uh, we knew he, he was a good, solid, rocking guitarist. Yeah, so yeah. we think, yeah, that's what we need. We don't want a million fucking notes per second. Yeah. So we got Beefy in the band. So, uh, yeah, he joined the band. And we gigged for about three or four years, just locally mainly. We did a couple of out-of-town shows. Yeah. Never recorded it. Uh, we did a couple of recordings. We put out a cassette. That was it. Yeah. Um, and then I... I got offered an audition with a guy called Bernie Torme, who who was uh, he, he was he was a really well known guitarist. He played for Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, when Randy Rhodes died, he, yeah, he course, got yeah. he, he got the job taking over on the tour. He was a real top top notch guitarist, and he did he had this solo project going on, and. Uh, uh, fucking hell. Right, Jonesy, who played for the Last Resort for a while, from 2000, he was playing for Bernie at the time, and he called me up and he said, look, we've got this thing, um, we're doing this album, but the bass guitarist isn't cutting it. Yeah. Do you want to come up and audition? So I went up, and it, it was kind of like a metal, uh, well, no, heavy rock sort of vibe going on. So yeah. I went off and did that. I ended up doing three or four albums with him. I co-wrote some of them. But in the meantime, Beefy had gone off and joined the Antinoa League. Bloody hell, yeah. So, um, so then about a year down the line, Beefy calls me up and he said, Winston's quit the band. Do you want to come up and audition? He said, you're the only person I trust to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in. So I said, yeah, of course I will, yeah. So yeah, I went up and auditioned with the league and uh yeah, a couple of songs in, I, I got the job. I mean, like, I knew those songs were ingrained in my fucking soul yeah. from 20 years ago, you know, so I, yeah, I, yeah. 
I, I knew them. I just knew them. And I played for it. And they went, yeah, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, yeah, you're in the band. And that was it, yeah. Seven years with the Antonova League. Brilliant, mate. That's, how, that's, that's good old beefy then for you, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's how that connection came about from Gnarly Figure to the Antonova League. Brilliant, mate. Do you remember your first gig with him? I do, funnily enough, yeah. It was the boys, Stiff Little Fingers, uh, Nottingham Rock City. Oh, yeah, good venue, yeah, yeah. And uh, Stiff Little Fingers wouldn't let us break down their drum kit, so we had to set up in front of them, yeah, so we could hardly yeah. fucking move on the stage. There was yeah. no space. Yeah. Prima Donnas that yep. they are, yep. God bless them. Yep. Um, and the, the main thing I remember is as we came back out for the encore, I slipped over and fell flat on my ass. Oh, <laughs> Everyone cheered, out, did they? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they were. And you know what? It didn't matter because nah. the, the, the thing was, it, it was like for me, I was I was on stage with that, and they were like exactly. a few hundred people in front of us, and that, and it was like finally. All that bass playing, practicing, yeah. and yeah. like going through all the fucking scales and that, yeah, it's yeah. it finally paid off because I'm here yeah. now, I'm doing it. Superb, <laughs> mate, superb, that's good. And um, oh, on that note, then, mate, you got to, you got to introduce the fourth track, then, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. This is the Antonova League. The, and the reason I chose this song because I could have chosen any one, but. There's so many lyrics in this that I was, yeah. they, they're quite arrogant, you know what I mean? If yeah. you're going to be that literally, you, you have to have that sort of arrogant Actually, posture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I love that. I love that. I know it's all tongue-in-cheek, but I do I do love the way they, they portray that. And it was great to be a part of that. Yeah, super. Yeah, and the lyrics in this song just just say it all, really. This is uh, no League. We are the league. Super. We are the league.
to G-Man's Abbott Sessions this Sunday afternoon, Sunday the 20th of February. We've been listening to the dulcet tones and a bit of insight from the man himself, JJ Lars Azort. He's just been playing for seven years on the Anti Nowhere League and we just had We Are The League. And, um, you know, glad that, uh, seven years, and I say, God, I've been, that's quite a long time in that. So, does that seven-year itch you had there and you had to move on after that then, JJ? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or did you want well, to just... Yeah, I don't know if it was a seven year. Yeah, it kind of was, I suppose. It crossed over. Um, it, it crossed over with the resort. I'd been doing the league for about three years, and then Roy called me up and said, "I want to put the last resort back together and and, and try and do something with it." So I, I, I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." Yeah, yeah, good man. <laughs> so, so I started doing that with Roy and and BP. Both of us were playing in the in the league and the resort. Yeah, yeah at the same time like crossing over um for for a few years yeah and then um and then we were we were out in japan in 2002 with the league playing at one of the uh rebellion as it used to be called holidays in the sun um we were playing in Japan, so it was called Holidays in the Rising Sun, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm sitting backstage with uh, Stevie Wow and Mickey Fitz, and uh, Tez Bones was meant to be playing bass for the business on on this festival the following day. Yeah, of course. And he, apparently, for reasons unknown, he hadn't been allowed to leave the UK. He got to the airport, they wouldn't let him get on the plane. Oh. So uh, me and my stupid pissed day, he said, "I'll do it." Gordon Bennett, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. So you learn the food tracks so, so and straight to the levels. <laughs> well, Steve says to me, he says, "All right, let's go backstage and uh, jam for a few songs." So we did that, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you do it. Yeah, can you do it?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it." And then um, I went out on the piss afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> So about 11 o'clock the next morning, somebody came in my hotel room and woke me up and said, you've got a sound check. I said, no, I haven't. I played yesterday. They said, no, you're playing for the business tonight. Oh, oh fuck it. I forgot I said I'd do that. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. That's so, uh, yeah, long story short, I ended up doing that as well. They dragged me into the sound check. By the, by the time the gig came around, I'd sobered up enough to be able to do it. Yeah. And then uh, I, I spent the next six or seven years playing with the business as well. So that oh. not only did I have the last resort and the Antinoa League on the go, yeah. I was then doing the business. So, um, That's right. That was a busy time there, mate. Busy time. Yeah, it, it was. But I was loving it, you know. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't really clash that much. Yeah. So I was able to fit it all in yeah. um, and, until I couldn't. And then uh, the first thing to go was the Antinoa League because... Like for me, my my heart was with the oi bands, you yeah, know, course, the yeah, last yeah. in the business. So uh, yeah, so the Antinoa League went for me, um, and I carried on playing the the business as much as I could yeah. alongside the last resort. And eventually, I I wasn't it did start to clash a little bit, so I wasn't able to do it. And uh, and Mickey and and the boys moved on yeah, with. With uh, with an Italian guy called Frankie took over on bass oh, for a while, and and uh, and then Steve left the business as well. So Mickey went like Done it, was, really. it was like the, the solo fits show, really, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Oh, so I'm going to say, say, you played on a few of the um, League's albums then, and over that time as well then, yeah, League's album. 
Well, yeah, actually, I only played on one. I played on the Return to Yugoslavia oh, album. Yeah. That was one of my first tours with them. I am actually naughtily, they fucking billed me as the bass player on um, the Scum album. Oh, yeah. But I didn't play on that. And if you read in the, in the in the small print on the album, it does say thanks to so-and-so for playing bass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, well this guy, he, he was a mate of the drummers, apparently, but Nick and uh, Magoo didn't get on with the geezer, so they, they wanted him out. So I, I that's when I was brought up to audition and came on board. Uh, and uh, differences again. <laughs> right, yeah. I yeah. Say, um, the, 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 uh, the, the Yugoslavia album was live, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was very uh, live. Yeah, very yeah. fucking live. That's well, right. actually, going back to uh, my old old geezer, I used to, my old geezer, my old mate uh, Bernie, uh, R.I.P. Bernie Tour mate. By the way, he's no longer. He actually did the mixing and the mastering of that live in Yugoslavia album. Oh, of course, and, yeah. Uh, we we did we did the whole thing. We we mixed it, mastered it, and then I, me and Beefy went out to get some takeaway or whatever. We went out to get some food for everybody, and when we came back, they they'd redone it. And uh, Magoo had said, "No, the guitars have got to be this loud, and the vocals got to be this loud." And he just sort of undid everything that we'd uh, we'd oh, put. Unfortunately, right, yeah. that's, that's, so that, that's, that's what you hear right now. Kids, when you buy that album. <laughs> oh, yeah, bloody loud as hell, like Gordon, Philip. Oh, superb. So, I'm going to say, that brings us, uh, brings us really to our last and fifth track, and um, a little bit different again, really. You moved on a bit with the bands, and you moved on a bit. And um, the fifth track is, is, is a little bit different altogether. Do you want to have a quick chat about that one, with the fifth track? Yeah, it's very different. But, um, I, I mean, my, my musical tastes have always been very diverse. Yeah. Very diverse. Um, I, I, I don't like it when people say, oh, I don't like that because it's a certain genre. Oh, yeah, of course. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I can appreciate any type of music if it's done well and if it's got groove and if it's got style and if, if it's got attitude or yeah. power or whatever, if it's got something to give. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know? Yeah. Everyone's I like everything because... I, I would say 90% of music out there is fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I don't like most music, but I do like good music. And that has been the one thing throughout my life that has been consistent is good music. Superb, uh, so I think this last choice of track for me sums that up. This is Frank Turner with I still believe. And we'll hear that in, Cheers, JJ. in rock and roll. In rock and roll. Yeah, in rock and roll. Brilliant, man. Super. Thanks, that JJ. We'll be back to hear from in a little while. Cheers. Thanks. Nice one, mate. There we go. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, friends and Romans, countrymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, punks and skins and journeymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, my sisters and my brethren. Time is coming near Come ye, come ye To soulless corporate circus tops Ye, come ye To toilet circuit touring stops Come ye, come ye To bedrooms, bars and bunker squats The sound is ringing clear Now who'd have thought 
was rock and roll. Sunday the 20th of February, 1 till 3, and we're listening, speaking to JJ of the last resort, the basis of the last resort, just, just getting ready to go to, and start a, um, a month's tour on the on Saturday the 12th of February, and um, it's actually, we're starting by the time this is aired, but we're actually being recorded on the 4th of February, so we're glad we're going to have a chat, and he's really keen, and he's and we just played his fifth track. I still believe by Frank Turner, and well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna clo- close br- briefly have a chat, and everybody watch out what the future holds after COVID for obviously JJ and the resort, and obviously he's got quite a lot of things in plan. You know, hopefully gonna get things planned, but he's gonna tell us about the current lineup and um and what he's got planned in, and so it's all over to you and J- JJ. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we got the tour coming up, which is. Uh... Priority number one at the moment. Um, it's taken up a lot of time, like sorting out all the schedules and fucking booking hotels and all that sort of stuff. We just can't wait to get out and play again. You know, it's it's been so long. 
And you've got a booker at the moment? Is that, is that, is that through an agent lot of that, JJ? Well, yeah. What, what happened was we uh, we had the uh, um, the Newcastle and Lime Geek booked a couple of years ago, yeah, as you know, yeah. Yeah. with Lou and Worm. Um, that got rescheduled about 20 fucking times. Um, so once that actually got finalised, we then had another gig booked, uh, which was the Underworld, yeah. um, about about two weeks later. So I thought, well, hang on a minute. We've got two gigs, two weeks apart. Yeah. We've obviously got a, a new guitarist yeah. that we have to now fly over from the US. So to make it worthwhile, I thought, why don't we fill in the gaps in between and make a tour out of it? Superb, yeah, superb. Yeah, so uh, I, I started putting some shows together. Um, I, I think I booked about four or, the five, four or five shows personally with just people that I know, promoters and venues that I know. And then I, and then we use um, Darren Griffiths at Crucial Talent cool. Agency to book the rest. And that's how it came about, yeah. Superb, and you're happy with the venues and happy with a lot, 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 yeah, what's the, what's the feedback so far? Has it been going all right, ticket wise? Well, it's been that? great, yeah. yeah. I mean, considering the, uh, the, 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 the current fucking Climate. situation, everybody's really reluctant to go out. Yeah. Um, which you can't blame them for. I mean, everyone's a bit paranoid. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. Nobody wants to get the lurgy, do they? Yeah. I know what uh, but no, most recent feedback, really, we, we've got uh, we've got one sold out show, obviously. Yeah. Um, we've got two, no, no, no. We've got four sold out uh, shows that are almost sold out. Cool. So uh, yeah, it's looking pretty good. And, and what, what I think also because you were saying about playing Dundee on a Wednesday yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a risky one, um, but. Just recently, last week, uh, the um, the restrictions got lifted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's good. Good. So good shape, I, yeah. I think that that's going to reassure people a lot yeah, more shape, that they're going to come out and and uh, and not worry too too much about going to the shows. I mean, let's face it. Fucking COVID now is just a cold, isn't it? Yeah, the exactly. latest so, uh, variant so or whatever it is. I've yeah. I've had it twice yeah. in the last couple of months and. It hasn't really affected me too much at all. Yeah, so, COVID is just a cold now. Uh, yeah, I think we've got to live with it as well. To be honest, I'm going to say, I went to a gig on Tuesday night at Norwich UEA. There was like 1,600 people there of our age group. You know what I mean? For Stranglers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how was your show? How yeah, it was ran there. About, like, six, like I said, about 1,600 there. But, you know, that, like I say, if you're going to get COVID, you're going to get somewhere. But I had it and I, I, I finished it about three or four days before that and I had COVID the first day and wiped me out. And uh, other than that, I was all right. And the missus got Yeah, me. yeah, like you say, it's yeah. a day or two. It's yeah. like the flu, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's nothing to worry about anymore. Uh, I, I don't know why the media are still bigging it up. Yeah. I think Obviously, people, it sells newspapers or whatever. Yeah, I think people are getting a bit more confident now. And I think the fingers crossed by mid, you know, by, by you know, March in the spring, I think that we could hopefully think there. Yeah, well, let's let's get out and people do want to see their mates and do some people. Sadly, we lost people, but you know. Uh, well, I hope, hope, uh, yeah, it is sad that we've lost people, yeah. but yeah, and there, and there's no forgetting that. Yeah. But um, yeah, hopefully they want to get out by the twelfth uh, of February because yeah. that's when we start touring. So you got Lars coming over for the two weeks and that. So obviously, you know, the new album lineup is that's the lineup that's playing anyway, isn't it? Yeah. 
It did, yes, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Lars, like, yeah, Lars is our guitarist now. He, yeah. He's full-time member of the band. There, there is, obviously, we get, um, we get a lot of offers for shows, and occasionally, if we get, like, maybe we might get an offer in Germany or Denmark or Sweden or whatever for a one-off show. Now, if that does clash with um, Lars's schedule, we do have a standing guitarist, but we are trying to avoid doing that. We want Lars is the member of the band, and he played on the album, yeah. so we want him to be, do the shows. Yeah, and be involved in the band as such. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's good. yeah. It's good. It's good. That's good lineup. You know, what I mean? it's good lineup. You got to be happy with that. It's gonna be good. Idea. And, uh, well, we, uh, mate, it, it, it's something else. Working with him, it, it, it's like he's, he's the guitarist I've always dreamt of. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that that um, <laughs> the, I know I know there's going to be some friction there for some people that, that uh, think that maybe he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. But from my point of view, I, I'm working with somebody who who. Who, who I respect, who respects me, who respects the band, who, I mean, like, he grew up Listen. listening to, to us, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you, you, you can't, you can't get any, any more credentials than that, really, can you? He, he, he grew up loving the band that we play in, as I did, you know? Yep, superb. So, um, on this note, mate, you, do you want to sort of, like, say a few... Words and thanks to a few people who put things together for you over the last sort of six, you know, six months or whatever, and and shout out to a few people. You, this is your air, your air time, then, JJ. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I'd like to say, <laughs> right? Who's done all the work over the last six months? Oh, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking me. Yeah. Tell the missus. Tell the missus that she'll kill you. <laughs> No, I, I'd like to thank, obviously, our booking agent who has sorted out some of the shows for us, all the promoters. Um, I would like to thank all the people that have enjoyed, bought, listened to, downloaded, whatever, the new album, because I'm really proud of it. I know it's, uh, I know it's out there, and I know it's dark, but... Yeah, I, I'd like to thank all the people that appreciate what we've done with that. Super. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing a lot of you on tour when we go out next week and uh, having a beer together. Superb, mate. Yeah, well, I'll be getting back to as near normal as we can at the minute anyway. So, yeah, I hope that goes all right for you. Everything goes all right, mate. And sure it will do anyway, you know what I mean? And, and have a good time and enjoy yourself. Thanks for your time today, JJ, and all the... Well, thank you, Glenn. Yeah. Thank you for having me on, mate. And... Uh, <laughs> We'll see you at the London show. Yeah, no problem. And this will be aired on Sunday the 20th of February. So that will be JJ's um, tour and even finished by then anyway. So hopefully you can catch us live on Boot Boy Radio, G-Man's Abbott Sessions. And then that will be live on um, recorded uh, later on for Mixclay.com and on the podcast of the, the, the streaming internet channel. So brilliant. Thanks for your time, JJ. I hope you have a good... Thanks very much for your time. Appreciate that. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Have it. Have it. All right, son. Cheers. Thank you. So there you go. That was. I hope you had a bit like enjoyed a bit of insight there. What JJ's got to say and the music he likes as well. Anyway, and uh, glad you could join us on G Man's Avid Sessions on Sunday afternoon, one to three. Listen to the 
at the insight of Mr. JJ Pierce of the last resort. We've got a few ba head bangers going on here for you, Nelly. So enjoy the rejects. Here we go. <laughs> enjoyed his top five as well and we've literally in the last 10 minutes so we've got to crack on oi oi join me kev frontman of condemned 84 live interview on g-man's avid sessions on bootboyradio.net on sunday one two three keep the faith So 
Insight and a uh, little bit going on what's happening with the, with the band and what's happening in his life from 76 and listening to the sort of music, five, top five, five tracks he likes as well. And we're going to finish with just 
a great classic ruts track for you anyway enjoy so glad you can join us this week hope you can join us next week and as always keep the faith <laughs> supposed to blow the bleeding doors off you've just blown the roof off as well you've been listening to g-man's avid show on boot boy radio keep the faith So we'd just like to say thank you for joining us this afternoon on Boot Boy Radio for G-Man's Avid Sessions. Hope you've enjoyed the tracks. And we'd just like to say finally, 
Hope you can catch us next week. And at the same time, same place, one till three, Sunday on Boot Boy Radio. In the meantime, have a good week and keep the faith. Cheers to all.